Hey everybody, and welcome to the Doctors of Running Virtual Roundtable, where we three doctors of physical therapy discuss the art and the science of the stuff that we put on our feet. Today we are discussing San Pellegrino's orange sparkling beverage. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Today on the docket is the Skechers Go, Go Run Razor Plus Hyper. Uh, this is a new update that came out um, that's basically an update to the Razor 3, but this does not have the number 3 associated with it. It's just the Razor Plus. A couple of quick specs before we jump in. Uh, the weight for this is 6.4 ounces in a men's size 9, and this is the first time that they're doing women-specific sizes in this shoe, and a women's size 7 is 4.9 ounces. This is an extremely light shoe. Stack height is exactly the same as the Razor 3. You're looking at 27 millimeters of hyperburst in the heel, 23 millimeters of hyperburst in the forefoot, which gives you that four millimeter drop. There is no sock liner put in the shoe, just like you would have found in the Razor 3. The biggest change that you see is of the upper, where it moved away from the non-stretch mono mesh upper uh, with a huge speed logo to a uh, more aesthetically appealing. <laughs> there we go, David's showing it to us. Uh, but the new Razor Plus has the um, mono mesh and polyester upper. Did I say that right? Polyester? Now that I Okay. So yeah. Now, now I'm feeling so. weird about it, but that that's what it is. So it's got a it's got a bit of give and stretch to the upper. Otherwise, the specs are basically the same. It should be noted that all of the most of the Skechers line is going to receive uh, going to receive a plus treatment. So there's going to be plus versions of this that have a little bit more flexible uppers, a little bit more breathable, different from the more synthetic uppers that you'll see on their other shoes. So they, they a lot of these will be coming out this year as well. Just so people have an option, uh, it's very unique that they're doing these different up upper options that will fit kind of a larger variety of people and give people a couple more options there. Yeah, and we've seen it with the Go Run 7 to the Go yep. Run 7 Plus. We've seen it with the Max Road 4 to the Max Road 4 Plus. Yep. Um, so, and now we're seeing it here. So it's pretty sweet. The other thing, shoot, I should have mentioned this in terms of specs. The, the other big change is the uh, outsole is no longer just their proprietary rubber, but now it is Goodyear rubber, and they added an extra panel on the medial or inside of the shoe, so it's fully covering, it's a full contact, full coverage outsole with Goodyear rubber on the outside. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita! Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right. So let's start talking about how this shoe fit on your foot. Let's talk about it individually, but also I think it is helpful to compare it to a partner, the Razor 3. So let's talk about how the shoe fit from heel to toe. So I, I have I long destroyed my last pair of Razor 3, so I don't have those to compare, but uh, they certainly do, and we'll have some more of those coming pretty soon. I found the, the plus upper to fit much snugger throughout. Uh, the security was really good. The lockdown in the shoe, the upper is really nice and flexible, 
but they've got some reinforcements that are kind of hard to see based on the lighting. You get that a little bit along the midfoot that, and the, there's, a, there's a little thicker heel counter in here that really does help lock the foot down very well. So my foot felt secure. I did not have to lace lock these at all, even though almost all my runs were workouts. And uh, it's a much snugger, faster feeling shoe because of the upper. It's also super breathable. And one of the comments that a lot of people notice on the Razor 3 was because it starts out wide and then tapers really quick, there's a quick taper. Because the spit is a little bit more consistent, so that taper doesn't hit as hard uh, in the toe box level. This certainly is a little bit more narrow up front, but uh, they did a good job. I thought the plus treatment they did really, really good. And it, it definitely changed how the shoe fit and it changes how it rides to me as well, which we'll talk about in a second. But overall, really good. I would not wear this sockless though, as uh, the traction on the here without the insole is really good. It'll lock the, the socks in well. I would not suggest doing that unless you have very tough feet. Barefoot, uh, sockless anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Matt always got his sockless input, which is great. I don't know why I keep doing it. Like, I, I just, I want to have a shoe that I don't wear sockless. Is that, is that too much of a... Anyway. It's the it's the car who synchron. I'm telling you. No, it is. That shoe is so comfortable without socks on. It is literally the most comfortable shoe without socks. Anyway, um, no, I I agree with with Matt. I, it was funny when I heard when they when they sent out the specs to us and told us what the update to the upper was going to be, um, and they kind of said the goal is to make this more of a training companion. Um, I was really excited for. Um, mainly the people who I saw on Running Shoe Geeks who were talking about how they love the Razor 3, but their wide foot, the upper didn't accommodate to them. I was like, hey, this might be their chance. And then I put it on, I'm like, no, this is way tighter than the, than the 3. Um, doesn't mean that it's necessarily not worth trying on because, like Matt said, I mean, this upper accommodates really well. Like it, That's right. It is stuck. It was snug on the foot, but it stretches out and feels really good, like, as you get rolling in the run, because it just, like, uh, it, it just morphs really well. So it's not restrictive, but it is it is more snug. Um, and just the, I think, that, like Matt was talking about, the contour of that taper towards the toe is a little bit less aggressive and, um, and can be, for some of the people who had issues with, like, their fifth... Uh, like their big, their little toe or whatever, um, might have more luck with this one, even though it is more snug. It's definitely tr uh, in that realm, kind of true size in terms of length. Um, however, if you did want something a little bit wider, you might get away with going half size up because of how secure the upper is. So if you're if you have a wider foot, there's no current plans as of now to create a wide in this shoe. Um, maybe down the line they are talking about that, but because of how secure and, and um, streamlined this upper is, you might get away with a half size up to get that little extra width. I, I totally agree that I think a half size up would be totally fine based on the security of the shoe, but I think that'd be totally fine for those that need it and it won't affect the, the ride. Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely with both of you guys. I think we're all on the same page here. Uh, when I really look at this shoe, this is kind of what I see as what would be, I guess, like an ideal like performance fit. So, so it's definitely, it's form-fitting, it's, it's snug, it's, it holds the foot really well, but it does expand and accommodate for swelling, and that's one thing I do really like about it. Um, with that said, though, it's reinforced really well, and yeah, you could easily go a half size up. I don't see a problem with that. 
Um, but I think it is true to size overall, but if you have wider feet, you know, maybe it's an option. Um, I'm not really going to say anything different from what you guys already said. I mean, the taper is smooth. It's improved. I think the upper is improved. The toe box is a little bit more narrow compared to the previous version. For the listeners, I'm holding up both of them right now. It's not overly noticeable for me just holding it, but when you put it in, you can kind of see it a little bit, I guess. Um, there, there's a good maybe, I don't know, like millimeter or so. Like it's, it's not huge, but it is more snug through that region. But um, I felt like it was reinforced well. It held my foot well. I had no slippage. I had no translation. It was pretty awesome. And uh, we'll talk about ride later, but I was able to take it through turns and everything, and the upper held up just fine. So I'm actually really happy with the upper. Again, more it's flexible. It's so comfortable. It is comfortable, more flexible, but also more secure. So to echo David, you can. I was able to turn in this, do something like really aggressive stuff. It was totally fine. I even took this on trails, which probably wasn't the greatest use of these, but it did fine even having to like adjust really quick. So more flexible, but still secure is very impressive. David, did you take them on grass? It does pretty well on grass. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you were going to say even before I asked that? Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're on the same page. That's awesome. good. For those of you who haven't been following us, David is notorious for he met he cares so much about how every shoe does on grass, just as much as Matt cares about how every shoe does sockless. sockless. Yeah, yeah. And I've been calling you David again. It's DJ. Oh, what's wrong with me? Oh, you're All right. Man. We're oh, move on. Also, a totally just fun fact and not related to the Razor Plus at all. I took the endorphin speed through a semi-technical downhill trail this morning, and I made it oh, out alive. David also <laughs> has terrifying. testing shoes that should not be used on trail on trail. So that is definitely <laughs> not one of those that should do. This it's actually, DJ, man. It's DJ. DJ. This actually, the grip, the, the Goodyear outsole actually has pretty good grip. Uh, not to, to jump. Oh, yeah. Um, I took this over dirt trail. I took this over wet pavement, not intentionally. And uh, grip is actually pretty good with the Goodyear. And I got to say that the uh, durability is good. I've got 40 plus 45 miles on these. And I have yet to really make a major dent in that lateral heel. I got a little bit more on the left side. But Razor 3, at this time, I had chewed through the outsole rubber. So this is doing pretty good. On comments on ride, I do think the Goodyear rubber makes the, the, the ride feel a little bit firmer than the Razor 3. The Razor 3 felt softer to me, whereas the, the Razor Plus feels, the sole feels a little bit more resilient, a little bit firmer, a little less cushion. But there's, again, the stack guide is the same. There is plenty of protection underfoot for how little shoe there is here. And with that slight increase in firmness, I think it just gets a teeny bit, the forefoot flexibility is still great. It's just a teeny bit stiffer. And that seems to accentuate, there's a pretty good rocker on this. Uh, still flexible, but ride is pretty smooth from heel to toe. Uh, I definitely like that, especially with the number of carbon fiber plated shoes we tested recently. It is nice to have something with a little bit more flexibility that's still cushioned. So, but David, you're telling me that the last is the, and, and Nathan, you're telling me the last is exactly the same between the plus and the three, because I feel like this, this one feels like the, not just the upper, but the last was a little bit narrower, but apparently it's not. So that might just be me. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's the rubber. I think it's that panel. 
And right. I think the rubber, if you look between the two shoes, I think the Goodyear is a little thicker than the proprietary Skechers outsole. And that panel doesn't cover the whole length of the foam. So yeah. I think like visually it looks more narrow. Mm -hmm. So if I put them up, but uh, yeah. I think when you, it's, when you accommodate for the foam too, I think the last is the same. I don't think there's yeah. any difference to be honest. Yeah, the, it, the foot platform's the same and the, the surface area of, of the outsole, yeah. the, the design of the foam is the same. But the one difference could be, you know, the, the small piece of panel that's there doesn't cover all of the foam. So that could be it a little bit. Yeah, and I think I, the upper being a little more snug and narrow, I think that might also make you kind of unconsciously I think you're gravitate right. towards that. David, how would you talk about the ride of this shoe? Oh, I liked it. <laughs> it was uh, it was fun. This is honestly one of the most fun shoes I've had to test this year. So I give Skechers a big kudos for that. And I, uh, I second Matt that the Goodyear outsole is phenomenal. It reminds me a lot of the Adidas Adizero Pro forefoot with the continental rubber, where it's real sticky and it just grabs whatever's underneath it. Um, except instead of it just being in the forefoot, it's the entirety of the shoe. And so um, I feel very trusted when I take any kind of turns. Um, if I go fast, if I go slow, if I take it in different terrains in the Razor 3, I actually didn't feel like the traction on dirt was very good. Um, not that it's like phenomenal in the Razor Plus, but it's still good. It's, and I, I trust it and I don't have any problems with it. Um, one thing I like about the ride too, I think with the addition of the Goodyear rubber and the additional traction, it firms up the midfoot a little bit and actually makes that transition feel a little bit more stable to me, but it also makes the shoe feel faster. Um, I think with the added traction there and a tiny little bit of rigidity and extra stability through there. So it was a shoe that I had a lot of fun with. I could run fast. I could run slow. Um, I mean, it's it can do everything when we say when i say do it all i mean i mean race too if you really wanted to mm -hmm. um and i think the flexible forefoot the shoe isn't plated so i think that the flexible forefoot would agree for some people because it's a four millimeter drop shoe it's a relatively low stack shoe this is a shoe that for a lot of people this is going to be their racing shoe and um if they don't like that aggressive plate feel up front this could be an awesome option for them and as well as a training companion or a daily trainer for a lot of people as well. It can, it can really go any, any way you want it to. Um, not to yeah. interrupt D DJ, not to interrupt you <laughs> or Nathan. We've talked a couple times about how the, how, especially there's a great article from McClutic all that was contributed from uh, Jared Ward as well. That talked about, there's a certain amount of soul stiffness that works well for each individual, right? So there's a large portion of the population that a plated shoe or a stiff shoe is probably not going to work very well for, right? Because for whatever reason, their biomechanics going over that stiff transition is may not work well for whatever reason. So that's why shoes like this are a great option to still have a little bit more flexibility for the forefoot because that is always going to exist. I'm going to say that again. Stiff plated shoes do not work for everyone. You need to figure out if they work for you. I have a large number of patients that have come in with injuries that we've been able to directly correlate with plated shoes that just those don't work for them, right? They do great things for certain people, right? This is, they're great training tools, 
but again, not for everybody. So for those that that, that doesn't work for, and they would still want to have a racing shoe or fast shoe that has that flexibility, this is a good job. Nathan, what do you think? I think the hard, the hard part with that right now is the research isn't in a a place where we know what makes somebody appropriate or not appropriate to benefit from a plated shoe. We're just not at that point. And so the kind of the best thing we can do is almost go back to not go back to, because not everybody's there yet, but kind of the stuff that Ben O'Nig has been doing with kind of comfort filter and preferred movement path. Um, And maybe we should have like a full round table on, some of this stuff, but it would be more, it would be more brainstorming because it's, because it's not clear cut yet. So, um, but that's a good point, man. Yeah. In terms of ride for me on this thing, I agree with you guys. It's, it is amazing. Um, my, my comparison here for the out, the outsole is the Reebok outsole. Cause Reebok has like some of the stickiest and most durable outsoles mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, and, and this, this one matches that. And I agree. It made the shoe feel really, really fast. Um, I didn't feel myself. I didn't feel like it was easy to go out at daily mileage pace in these. They just really, they're so feathery light with, with the hyperburst too. It's pretty bouncy and um, responsive with a really flexible and light toe off. Uh, It's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful ride for me. Uh, when I take into account the the line of Skechers trainers, this one hits the sweet spot for me in terms of what I like to run in. Um, you know, the Max Road is just for me too much and too soft. The Go Run Ride Eight um, was a little bit too stiff through the forefoot to be super enjoyable for me. Stiff, not not it was it was soft, but it didn't bend. It didn't have the flexibility this way. Um, the goal run seven plus the podular outsole was just a little bit too unstable for me. This, this kind of hit the sweet spot. So, um, I, I love the, I love the ride in this and I have more testing to do in this. Uh, but from everything that I've been able to put it through so far, um, plus I've ran in the, in the razor three as well. This, this, this style of their geometry and, the amount of foam that's underneath and how stiff or, or how cushioned or not cushioned it is, is the sweet spot for, for my running for what it's worth, I guess, but really great, great shoe and rides really well. Um, and re- I would say rides fast, rides fast. It definitely. Again, I want to say this one rides fast, probably faster than the Razor three, just based on the snugger fit. It might be the Goodyear rubber that makes it a little bit more firmer, but it was very easy to take this stuff out for, fast workouts and i would say compared to razor three it actually feels like it's on that slightly faster spectrum where the razor three is just a little bit more forgiving and might be a little bit more in the training spectrum but i am really impressed you can have a shoe that's 6.4 ounces that does really well and goes hey i could actually use this as a lightweight trainer and actually get some like longer miles on this so that to me is really impressive that it's not so aggressive that's like you know plated like i have to run fast in this or else it it this isn't the greatest shoe for running slow in, but it can be done. So it's one of those rare shoes I can warm up for a workout in and cool down in. So it's yeah, it is interesting. Not everybody's gonna be able to do that, but good job, Skechers. Right, great shoe. Yeah, David, you took this out on a track workout as well. Yeah, yeah. So I've actually taken this shoe sub five minute pace. I think on three or four different occasions. Um, I've got, I think 45 miles on my pair so far. 
um, everything from like 440 pace up to like 730 maybe, maybe even eight minutes on some of those warm-up miles and going going easy. Um, the shoe rides smooth, man. It's like, it, it's really impressive. It really is. It's so rhythmic and you, you can go fast and it doesn't feel aggressive. Like that's one of the coolest things about it. And for me, it's, it's almost like the perfect workout training companion because when I race, I do like to have a little bit more of an aggressive feel. I just like that having a stiff forefoot and really kind of having that snappy toe off. You don't really get as much of that in this shoe, but you get everything else while still keeping the weight down, good traction, good durability. I mean, it's an awesome training companion and it can be a, it can be a racer for sure. I mean, Chez ran 13, like 30 or something in the original Razor 3 in the 5K. So um, you can definitely race in this shoe if you want to. Um, but yeah, it did just fine on the track. The Goodyear rubber was sticky, just like it was on the road. Um, I had no problems. Yeah. Good, good. And we kind of talked about durability already, so we don't really need to go much further. The upper, um, for me, hasn't stretched out at all. We talked about the Goodyear. Um, the one thing I will mention that I've been noticing on my pair, um, is some of the kind of casing that the foam is put under is peeling off. Um, I don't know if you guys have that too. It's kind of hard to see. I only have I that in the, the video. It's not happening on the right. And I don't know why. Yeah. I've got it on both. But, oh, the uh, other one's in the other room. Whoops. It's not, it's not an issue with, a, you know, it's not, a, it's not changing how the shoe performs. It's just something I'm noting. Something that's good is that none of these, you know, panels of the, of the outsole are even close to coming off. I think some people had some peeling of them in the past and for the previous models, and that's not the case at all here. So yeah, um, durability seems to be really good. Just that little bit of casing is, is coming out. Um, what I will say too, because um, I don't know if it was when we cut out earlier or not, but uh, the, the Goodyear appears to be a little thicker than the proprietary outsole. I don't know if that's the case on you as well, but it does appear to be just a, just a tad bit thicker. And if the Goodyear is more durable than the proprietary, you can expect more mileage out of that as well. Yeah. I don't expect the rubber to go away. Hmm. Yeah. At 45 miles. Just I like for me, just... I've still not chewed through this at 45 That's miles. That's crazy for you. I'm sorry, Nathan. What were you just, I was just—it's just like, like I said, it's just like the Reebok outsoles. They're thin. They're like in the float right energy. It's thin, but it lasts forever and it's super grippy. That's what I feel like this is. This is like. Um, this looks really cool. Matt talked about some of those overlay or um, kind of the the changing in the structure through the midfoot for lockdown. Just a nice looking shoe. There are some other cool colorways coming out as well. And uh, I have to say though, of all the Skechers shoes, walking and running in these, I've gotten the most compliments from the 40 plus age group than I ever have. Like literally before all right. recording this, I was outside shooting photos and I had some like 50 year old guy being like, dude, those are awesome. If my car breaks down, I'm buying a pair of those. I'm like, I should just buy one right now. <laughs> Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, guys, I've got the question for us today. You ready? And today, the day we're filming is the first Sunday of the NFL season. And so we're going to tie it to that. Um, we get two options. You can either say if the Skechers Razor Plus was a football team, what would it be and why? Or you can say if the Skechers Run Razor Plus was a football player, NFL football player, uh, who would it be and why? So let's do it. What do you guys got? I'm just going to say the Seattle Seahawks because the green reminds me of them. And uh, being from the Northwest, they're my only major football team. See, don't judge me. <laughs> we, should, we, should tell, we should give you a little heads up so you could research some sports, you know. That'd be good. Talk about, like, soccer. But fair enough. about running, like, running athletes. If you ask me about football, man – I, I do great at treating football athletes. I do great at treating baseball athletes. But don't ask me about the professional teams. Here, here's another thing for the Seahawks. So the Seahawks, yeah. they have, like, their big thing is the 12th man. That's, like, okay. that's their big, their fan base. And so Skechers is known for giving the people what they love. So, like, the 12th man, like, they're, they're part, like, the, the fans are part of the team in Seattle. The, the fans of Skechers are part of the development process, which is why you get this. So that's, that's – oh, there's a cat. Hey, cat. Um, <laughs> that's a kitty. Anywho, so, the, the, you know, that works, Matt. You know, Seattle, man, fans are part of, part of the team. Thank you for validating me. Um, I'll do mine next. Uh, I'm going to choose a player, and I think – I think my player is going to be Alvin Kamara. He's a running back for this um, New Orleans Saints, um, mainly due to his – he's very quick and versatile. So he's a receiving back. They send him out in tons of different formations. He's in motion a lot. He uh, – yeah, like I said, he can catch the ball. He can run the ball and makes quick quick changes. He's pretty fast. So he's this versatile player who um, – and one of the top – one of the top guys at the position, and he just signed a huge contract like yesterday or something, so or this week. So um, I put, you know, this shoe is in the upper echelon of performance trainers. He's in the upper echelon of running backs. This shoe's really versatile. He's really versatile. Um, there you go. That's my answer. I love the answer. That was awesome. Then you made me think. I'm not changing. Well, no, I'm not changing my answer, but. I kind of reminds me of almost like Saquon Barkley or someone like like a receiving kind of back with that yeah. run. but that's not my answer my answer is actually going to be a team so this is going to be political things and everything aside but for those that follow football know that the team in Washington recently changed their name yeah. so they are now known as the Washington football team so under uh, a lot of pressure and all of those things, they, they change and they're in the process of changing, um, but they don't have that full name yet. But they're the Washington football team and they did change from something that was established prior. Where I'm going with this, the Razor 3 had this giant lettering of speed 
all over across the front of the shoe. And it had very mixed reviews in terms of the running community. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. Did people love it? Did anybody love it? I liked it. I <laughs> No, you everyone on RSP is gonna hate me now, but I thought that was I liked it. But you know, that's why I tell people don't ask me for like. No, I feel like stuff. Ask me. Maybe you shouldn't say this, but it's. I feel this is like sixty-five thirty-five, with sixty-five being not loving it. <laughs> like there was a majority, but it wasn't like a giant majority, maybe. But the right thing know. to do was to get rid of the speed. That's basically like what we're doing. That's the right thing to do. Get so rid of that. Made a, <laughs> Skechers made a big change on the shoe there, and they took the speed off. <laughs> so <laughs> my beautiful the Washington football team for that reason. But I agree completely with Nathan as well. The shoe's incredibly versatile. I think Alvin Kamara is the phenomenal choice as as a, a selection there. <laughs> I hope when you guys get your racist cloak that they still have the big speed on there. <laughs> It's pretty big. The cloaks do? I the cloak no has speed? I don't know. Uh, again, for those who, who don't know, the, Ra the Razor 3 is one of the shoes coming out that will have the cloak upper design on it. I don't know what that will look like yet. I can't and wait for, for my cloak shoe. For those that don't know, the cloak is the zebra print with sparkles and blue. Matt's it got the speed good. six. <laughs> This is oh, it's just amazing. Like, I'm so happy they're actually going to debut this. And that I can show this and not get in trouble. So that's, that's double points. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's like going to be the craziest shoe just floating around out in the yeah. running community. In a good way. Super unique. Okay, y'all, do you have anything else you want to add regarding the, the Skechers Go Run Razor Plus Hyper? It's a good year for good year. Yeah, it really is. I, <laughs> I got to go to bed, man. I know Skechers was designing this as a training companion, but it does feel like a faster, a speedier version. I think for a lot of people, though, it still has a huge amount of versatility as a lightweight trainer, which is why the Razor is so unique in that it can do a lot of things. It's super lightweight. It's lighter than a majority of those quote-unquote super shoes out there, but it's still got flexibility and kind of stays true to its, its roots. It provides a, a nice cushion but flexible and super light ride that is very – I love it. I think it's great. I think my last thing is for those who – my last thing is for those who loved the Razor 3 – You'll love this shoe too. Um, you'll you'll enjoy the upper likely in terms of the you know not much changes besides it gets a little bit more snug. But if you liked your size in the Razor Three, you will like your size for this shoe as well. Um, I wouldn't say that you need to need to change um, at all. Yeah, if I, you like your size. Uh, where I just blanked. Whoops. <laughs> What I would say is exactly what you just said. Oh, man. <laughs> I was going to roast in the lobby bucks afterwards. That's actually where my brain was headed. But I had a real comment about the shoe. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, oh, it's a major overhaul. So it's not a major overhaul. They updated the upper. They updated the outsole. If you love the Razor 3, you will still love the Razor Plus. 
And also, at this time, at this point in time, the Milwaukee Bucks have been eliminated from the NBA playoffs. And um, the Dallas Cowboys are currently beating the LA Rams. So let's hope it stays that way. Go Cowboys. I don't know. Yeah, it was sad that the Bucks lost. It was. They're, they're fun to watch. I'm glad that we got one more game. I hope Giannis's ankle is okay. And on that note, thanks for uh, sticking with us as we talk about the Pat's face. For those of you who are on podcast, his face just gets so sad every time we go on sports rants. He just is like, you guys are way off topic. But thank you for thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, we would love your feedback. So if you are liking the stuff that we're doing, um, or if you're not, please leave us a review on our podcast. It does help get the word out about what we're doing. Um, and please, as well, subscribe to the podcast and our YouTube channel, as well as checking out our media outlets on Facebook, Doctors of Running, and on Instagram at Doctors of Running. And we will also be potentially rolling some stuff out pretty neat in 2021. So there's a little teaser, but um, there'll be maybe little sneak peeks through the rest of the year about what that, what that will look like. And it can just be a way for us to create a little bit of a community um, where we can think even deeper about the stuff that we're putting on our feet. So we are really looking forward to that. So you, if you follow us on our media channels, you'll get some um, slow leaks of information regarding that, that will kind of launch in 2021. Thanks y'all.